The government might have forgiven you for your student loans, but I ain't forgiven you for shit. I'm not a forgiving man. It's the I Can't Complain podcast. It's a bonus episode. You haven't done anything to deserve it, but it's a bonus episode, a Thursday episode. Welcome to the show. My name is John. I had a scare, guys. It happened again this afternoon. I went grocery shopping at 2 p.m., and the women were out. The middle-aged women who push their shopping carts with such determination, it looks like they're it looks like they're trying to breach the gates of hell. And you do not get in the way of these women. These women are bound and determined to get their shit. They don't really know what they want. They just know that they don't want to interact with anyone. Except a store employee. Uh, Store employees they'll talk to all afternoon long. But the other customers, they don't want to make eye contact. And if you get in their way, they will run you over. I've never seen it, but I'm guessing it's happened on numerous occasions. These old broads terrify me. They scare me. (laughs) I think, honestly, more than anything else in my life, when I go to the grocery store and I'm surrounded by old women, all with large shopping carts, these women can't even drive cars, so I don't trust them to drive shopping carts. And man... It's like stepping on to a racetrack. That's what it's like. It's sick. And somehow their hips don't even work, but they still can move quickly. These are women, half of which will likely be dead by this time next year. That's what I'm saying. They're barely clinging to life, but for some reason, they use all their energy to just push shopping carts up and down the fucking aisles at the grocery store. It's basically like a reoccurring nightmare, only it's real life for me when I go shopping at the wrong time of day. And then I get home and I saw a story that uh, about a teen, I think she's in Australia, a teen who identifies as a cat allowed by school to act feline and not speak. That's the headline that I saw. And I had to read it because I had to make sure she wasn't shitting in a box. We can't, we can't have people shitting in a box. And you know, I read the story and they, they say she's a bright gal. They say that she gets a good grades. She doesn't cause any harm. It doesn't distract the other students. She's not shitting in a box. So I said to myself, uh, you know, we've tried it every other way. Fuck it. Let her be a cat. Fuck it. Let her be a cat. At some point, we have to concede that we've tried everything else and nothing else is working. We're not exactly pumping out. As a, as a world, we're not exactly pumping out geniuses left and right. We have to concede that. Some of these kids are going to grow up. Best case scenario, they're going to act like they're a cat and that's okay. And, since I'm pretty sure a cat can't manipulate a weapon, I can go ahead and cross her off the potential school shooters list. We just fed two birds with one scone right there. That's what we just did. So yeah, she can be a cat all she wants. I saw a baby this afternoon in that same grocery store where I saw all these old women. Middle-aged women. The middle-aged women that were pushing the cards. I saw a baby at the meat counter in a stroller. And at the time, I thought to myself, when I saw this kid, because I looked down towards the meat and I caught a glimpse of this kid, this kid was, um, let's just say that he, he had a low IQ. This is a child that had a super low IQ. And I remember thinking to myself at the time, this poor kid. But now I realize this kid could grow up to be a cat or a dog. Or whatever he wants to be. I've preached on this show about realigning your goals 
with what's realistic. Because a lot of you guys still think you can be astronauts and you're not going to grow up to be astronauts, goddammit. You're fully grown. You're not going to grow up anymore and you're never going to be an astronaut. I've bitched and moaned about that enough on here. I've told you multiple times that you're never going to grow up to be a doctor or a lawyer, so be happy living in the trash, right? But now I realize this kid can set realistic, fun goals for himself. And he can grow up to be any animal he wants. If if nothing if nothing human suits him, let's assume that he doesn't want to grow up to have a career working at a gas station, he can be an animal if he wants. And I was thinking, guys, he could be a horse. What if little Jimmy wants to grow up to be a horse? And at the age of eight, we put him out the pasture. We could sell tickets and people could... <laughs> We could sell tickets and people could gather around the farm and watch little Jimmy chew on the grass all afternoon long because little Jimmy wants to be a goddamn horse and nobody's going to tell him not to be a horse because he has nothing else. He has no other future and let's just be honest. A lot of these kids are going to grow up to have a boring life doing nothing. At least this girl in Australia or wherever the hell she is, at least she realized early on in her life she just wants to be a cat. She wants to lay around. Have some food put out for her three times a day and not do shit. And I respect the hell out of that. Alright guys, we have a few follow-up news stories to get to. One is, NYC officials are claiming that Governor Abbott is barcoding migrants sent on buses from Texas. Claiming that he's giving them wristbands with identification codes so they can be tracked. We've talked about that before. Another news story says, another pro-Putin figure killed in a car bombing. Days after the Moscow attack. Is this a bus? Do we have yet another bus pulling? I did not expect more migrants to be rolling through. Ladies and gentlemen, we have another bus pulling up. Uh, it looks like they're stopping to have a cigarette break, actually. I'm going to see if I can talk to one of the one of the women, actually, while we while they smoke a cigarette. Ma'am, can you speak to us for a minute? Hello. How are you doing, ma'am? How's your bus ride going? It's pretty good. It's going pretty well so far. They put they put bracelets on us, and they glow in the dark, and we're really loving these bracelets. Some of the women asked for two, and the government was the government in Texas was more than happy to give us extra bracelets. They even have my dog wearing one. They just they're so nice. They were so nice in Texas. They even are gonna send us someplace even nicer, which is New York City. Oh well, that's really nice. I would also like to ask. Ladies and gentlemen, there's been a car bomb explosion. Who would want to do this to us? Uh, it's probably the Ukrainians. They're probably targeting me now for supporting pure Russian rainwater. What the fuck is pure, what the fuck is pure Russian rainwater? I thought the cartel was bad. This is even worse. Now I want to go back. I don't want to go to New York City anymore. Ladies, grab the. Uh, it looks like there was no one injured in the explosion. Ladies, grab the, grab the. Uh, the graham crackers and the marshmallows and the Hershey's. We're going to make some s'mores. Oh, well, they're making the best of a bad situation, ladies and gentlemen. Now I interrupt this broadcast for a special, a special message from Pure Russian Rainwater. Friends. Have you ever been relaxing at home? Have you ever been relaxing at home and you need something to drink? Something to quench your thirst? You know what to reach for. Something 98% pure. Something collected at ground level in small pails. 
The clouds come willingly from the north down to knee level and release their water into these small pails. Only the choicest clouds drop their water in Russia. That's why you need to reach for the best and forget the rest. Reach for pure Russian rainwater, now 98% pure. You've enjoyed pure Russian rainwater at home. But not all of us are fortunate to live in a home. Some of us live in our car. Lately, there's been in increased... There's been... I'm very nervous saying this. Lately, there's been increased... Lately? Lately, there's been increased tension. Started by the Ukrainians. And they've been known to bomb some cars. There's been some car bombs. I'm not going to lie. If you're in, you, let's say you're living in your car and you see a car bomb. One can, guys. One can of pure Russian rainwater can put out the fire from an entire exploded car. Did you know that? You didn't know that, did you? It's something about the unique mineral content. It automatically douses flame. Yet another reason to purchase pure Russian rainwater. Available at all major retailers. It's not available at all major retailers. It's very hard to find, but if you find pure Russian rainwater, do yourself a favor and pick up a goddamn case. I have to say this. The dictator's choice at water since 1997. One of my favorite topics, the downfall of Rudy Giuliani. It just continues, and this is almost unbelievable. Giuliani used a tunnel under Mar-a-Lago to go back and forth from Trump's home, where he stayed while he was depressed and drinking heavily, the book says. I don't even, I don't, I don't even know which book it is, to be honest with you. But yeah, that's what he was doing. He was using a tunnel. I imagine Giuliani in a dusty tunnel with a lantern, getting lost frequently. There's only one way to go, but I imagine Rudy Giuliani getting lost frequently, probably having... I imagine it's pretty dusty in there. It probably wasn't a nice... I'm not imagining a nice tunnel. I'm, imag I'm imagining just a, a, a basically a hole in the dirt. <laughs> he, Rudy Giuliani is having flashbacks to 9-11 every time he goes through here just because of how dusty it is. That's the mental image in my head as he has a lantern that's about to go out and he doesn't know if he'll make it to Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago or not. He's tunneling underneath the ground. Rudy Giuliani is tunneling underneath the ground. There's many different versions of the world that could have happened, but the version where Rudy Giuliani is tunneling underneath the earth while depressed and drinking heavily and visiting Donald Trump, I'm glad I'm in this universe. That's all I have to say about that. Jesus Christ. That's awful. It goes to show you, don't be too ambitious, guys. He was sliding down the... He was he was on a, a slippery hill of shit, Rudy Giuliani was. I've said this so many ways to you guys. He was on a slippery hill of shit. But he didn't have to... If he didn't link up with Trump, he at least would have saved some face. But Jesus Christ, just be, just be happy with what you got at some point. Don't keep doing what he's doing and just keep going for it. Just be happy with what you got. If you don't have much, just be happy scoring a hooker. Which I think Rudy Giuliani was probably doing on a regular... Allegedly, maybe, 
I'm going to actually, now that I'm going to retract this because I don't want to get sued, I'm going to say Rudy Giuliani absolutely has never slept with a hooker in his entire life. Unless there's documented evidence, which there probably is, but I haven't found it. I'm saying, though, guys, at some point, be happy just scoring a hooker. A hooker that'll go down on you for a medium one-topping pizza. A hooker you don't even have to pay in cash. Just be happy with that. You mention a deluxe or, God forbid, a meat lover's pizza to this gal. This is the type of hooker you need to look for. You, you mention a meat lover's pizza, and she'll take you to places you've never dreamed of in your entire life. Look for a girl. Not Don't look for a girl like that. I'm, I'm making it sound like I want you to have a long-term relationship. I know you can't have a long-term relationship because my listeners aren't They're not redeemable. I just had a moment of depression thinking about you guys. My listeners aren't redeemable, but you can still still you can still source a good piece of ass. Can anyone in my audience do anything? Can you source a good piece of ass? That's the question. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how did I get here? Rudy Giuliani. He's never had a prostitute in his entire life. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show. reading here that Ben Shapiro's crashed a podcast convention in Dallas, Texas, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to make international waves. <laughs> That's like if you hear, if you uh, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's around, if Ben Shapiro walks into a podcaster's convention in Dallas, how does it even make the news? That's my question. God damn. What do you think the suicide rate is at these podcasting conventions? I imagine that it's pretty high. Because if I, I, I don't know if there's booze, but I imagine I go there and I set up a booth where I can't complain. And it's a meet and greet all day long, and all I'm doing is sitting there with a loaded firearm next to me with my palms sweating, ready to blow my brains out at any minute. Because I know something's gone very wrong in my life if I end up in that spot. I'm joking. I'm joking. My palms wouldn't be sweaty. I'd be cool, calm, and collected. You know that. We'll be back on Tuesday, guys, with another regular episode. Have a good weekend. Bye. I remember going on long fishing trips with my granddad. He'd bring cornmeal and cook what we caught his own special way. He'd say, first the batter, then the meal. It wasn't until I tasted Captain D's down-home country platter with its cornmeal-breaded fish and all those country vegetables that I remembered. First the batter, then the meal. Granddad never could keep secret.